Oh yeah. <laughs> and then no. And uh, like that. My dog. My dog sings to that song. How? He has four thousand views on YouTube. What kind Not of dog you got? As as That's a lot. He has <laughs> a lot. We don't he have sings. that yet. He sings. We sh- you should be interviewing him. Um, can you, can we, do you think he'll come on? <laughs> <laughs> um, What's he, the schedule look like? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty relaxed. So no, but really, he sings that song. Yeah, what was the question? I don't remember. I don't know what kind of dog you got. Oh, that was the question. He is a yellow Labrador. Mm, how long you had? How old is he? He's eight. Any any formal singing training or what? None. Oh. One day I was watching a YouTube video of a dog singing to that song. And all of a sudden, I hear something behind me, and it was him singing. And so now, it's the only song, but if you play um, Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. It has to be her version, too. It can't be any of those other people. And he will sing. And we're not talking about just make noise. Like, he, uh, <laughs> let's, let's hear it. I want to hear it. Yeah. Is it like the... the you know, it's actually, it's, it's a little deeper. He's like a little bit of a... Um, like a big, <laughs> but he does, he does that. Oh, so you can watch the video. Is it like the wolf? That wolf I sent you? Oh God. Did you see the wolf video? video? No. They the like, video. they dubbed someone. So they're like at a real event mm-hmm. and, uh, and they were like, hey, you know, we're going to do a, an authentic wolf call. And this wolf is standing like majestically on this rock and it's about to do it. And they're like, all right, all right, everybody, here it is. And then they dub it right there. And somebody's like, oh, like, and, and, and everybody claps at the end. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It probably isn't funny to anybody else but me. I didn't, I didn't think it was that funny. Really? Yeah. He doesn't okay. have, have a real sense of humor, though. So, so. so if he sends you something that you don't think is funny, do you go, ah, laugh out loud? Or do you go, like, don't respond? No, Son I, of a bitch does. He goes, LOL. I'll like, say LOL. He thought it was funny. But if it's legit funny, then... You're like, I'm dying. You yeah, I'll put the cry emoji emojis yeah. with the sideways, not oh, the regular one. Right. But if it's really funny... Because you're rolling on the yeah, floor. He'll you're, get the sideways one. But yeah. if it's that crap that he does... No, I didn't just, know yeah. sideways was better. Sideways extreme because you're laying like you're laying down laughing. <laughs> you think that's a laying down? It has to be. Emoji doesn't have a body. Yeah, but the head is sideways. I never thought about it that way. Uh, what yeah. happened to the monkey with the hands over the eyes? That was funny. Like, oh shit, the monkey's here. That shit's funny. <laughs> yeah, where is he? I, I'm having trouble finding him. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the emoji movie? You have kids. Uh uh-uh. uh. You haven't seen the emoji movie? No. That's a good one. I didn't yeah. know that was yeah. a real movie. It's Golly. a movie. It's like emoji land. And they're all fighting to be like the emoji that gets used the most. <laughs> Is so it? when you said where'd the monkey go? I'm like thinking about the movie. I'm like, well somebody like took the monkey out. Was the know? monkey in the movie? Uh, yeah, they're all in there. The, all the emojis. And this you're not real, answering my question. Oh, was he in there? <laughs> this a real movie that came out in theaters or what? It's oh. a real movie. I don't know if it was in a theater. I imagine it was in a theater. What are theaters anymore? Yeah. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, what kind of, of so? What's this video space you want to set up for your business? I would like to have a space where I can have my clients come in and um, either do testimonials, interviews. I think video is very dynamic. I think it's something a really good media to be able to connect with their audience. Um, for instance, I have this guy. He's a client. His name is Don Jeffries. He's 75. He was a principal and a um, superintendent for many years. And he wrote a book about um, his dad or about leadership lessons from his dad. And so it's really hard to sell a book. I mean, in 2021, it's hard to sell a book. 
But the man is so dynamic to sit and and talk to him. He's so interesting. He's kind of loud and just, you just want to like engage. You want to go like, what could this guy teach me? You know, cause you can just tell he would, but you can't tell that by his book. So for him, I would love a space where I could come in and let him spend, you know, a few hours just talking about different things and then use those clips as video Facebook um, ads or different things like that to sell his book. So I have tons of different instances that way. Um, the SBDC, are you guys familiar with the SBDC? No. Mm. So Brazoria County, well, it's all over Texas, but in Brazoria County, it's at the college and it's the small business development center, SBDC nailed it. Very good. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and, um, what, what it is, it's actually government funded, I might mess that up, but I think it's a government funded resource for small businesses to develop. Um, and so it's free. So you go in there and you say, I have an idea for a business and they sit you down and help you do the strategy. They start with your mission statement. They help you make sure that there's, it's a viable business for the market before you go and spend all that time. And then they actually, not all of them have a marketing division, but the one in Brazoria County does. So they'll help you for free, set up your website, um, do videos. They have a little video setup area like this. And, um, what else do they do? Anyway, help market your business. So, so it's a it's a county or, or yeah, Brazoria County led. Like no, it is state, state of, of Texas. Texas Maybe okay. even national. I'm not okay. really sure about that, but cool. it is funded yeah by the government, and then they have different divisions. A lot of time, a lot of them are regional, and then some of them are like county based. So I think Brazoria County is county based because we have such a big county. Yeah. You know? yeah, it's the biggest county in Texas. Is it really? I think so. I don't think that's true. That's bull. <laughs> I think it is. I think it well, is. the reason I say that is because I used to say that. Really? Yeah, very proudly. Yeah. And then someone was like, yeah, I don't know. And then I I went and looked. I could be wrong. Uh, You're probably way. We can cut all this, right? No, no this is good. I want him to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, he wants you so might be bad. really, really right. Can we Google this? I don't, have a, I don't have it. Yeah. Hey, Google. Uh, we got a. Hey, Jamie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie. You pull it up. <laughs> um, no, it's it's the. It's one of the oldest counties in Texas, okay. right? Uh-huh. It was like one of the first ones ever established in Texas. I think so. You're yeah. not going to win, dude. No, I have no I idea. I, I don't really know that. I just wanted to tell you because I was proudly proclaiming that and then uh, I think someone corrected me. Are you me. from here? I'm not from here. Where are you no. from? I am from, ready? Yeah. <laughs> Grosbeck, Texas. Where the hell is that at? Yeah, pretty much. That's the biggest county in Texas. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pull it up. We need a TV here. That way we can. Yeah. Oh, I have the best tool for you ever. I, yeah. It's called a vibe board. And it is. It's like a, you can, you guys got to come to my office. A vibe sometime. board? It's called a vibe board. It is the coolest thing. It's not a TV? It is not a TV. It sounds sexual. It's an, <laughs> we it actually does. named her Raider. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> She's silver. Um, anyway, no. It's, <laughs> Damn. What's, what's the biggest county in Texas? I'm so sorry. Wow. Look, it's what's where does Brazoria County rank though? You just. I want to know. I think it is one of the biggest. I bursted the bubble. It but might even I not the same thing. Might happen. not be top five. No, it's pretty big. If it's not top five. You don't need to say anything about Texas. Anymore. There's something about Brazoria County that is the biggest. I agree. With is it the biggest county fair? No, that's not because that's Dallas. Huh? Is it the most gas stations in a county? It's the is best. It like just stretching it. Man. <laughs> it <laughs> has the most grass, doesn't it? Like it's got really green it's grass. It's so green here. I love how green it is. That's, that's true. A, that's a very true statement. I won't argue on that one. Um, 
I'm going to go back to yeah, the vibe board. The vibe. The vibe yeah. board. So it is an infinite whiteboard. Okay. I apparently always would call it um, eternal, mm. and that's it doesn't work that way, but it's infinite. So it's pretty spiritual. It, it's a, it's a whiteboard that you can write on, but then you can just like keep moving it and moving it. Oh, but okay. you can also access Chrome, um, all your different apps, all kinds of different stuff, and it's all programmed specifically for it. So it's like an Android based whiteboard touchscreen TV thing. What and the? I have one in my office. You gotta go check it out. So it's 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 Wi-Fi based. Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Remote plug, control. Plug it into your wall. That's the only thing you do. Connect it to Wi-Fi. Um, there's not really a remote control. You just have these like pins, and you go up there, and but you can access it also from your laptop. So say wow. I'm right here writing on it, and you're in the same meeting as me. You can be typing on it, and it's showing up there as well. We're in the freaking Stone Ages, aren't we? Wow, look, look at what are we even doing here? Uh, we y'all need doing that. great. See, I need y'all's help setting up the video area. No. And I'll help you guys with setting up a vibe board. That- <laughs> 28. Damn, 28. Damn. There's a lot of counties in Texas, though. That's still pretty good. No. Maybe you're thinking about population. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> just anything to possibly yeah, be right. Just give me something that was already counties number one. Okay, let's just move on because yeah. you're just dead wrong. Yeah. Dead wrong. Not, not even close today. Where are you from? I'm from Austin. Well, I'm from Dripping Springs, but okay. Austin's close. Do you mm-hmm. know where Dripping Springs yes. is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. I have friends that live there. Oh. Beautiful. And now it's different. Now it's like a... It's not Dripping Springs. Yeah, it's like a distillery town and... Right? Yeah, it's like, yeah there's a bunch of them. A mm-hmm. lot of breweries out there. Mm-hmm. Mike would like it out there. Where are you from, Mike? Basically here. <laughs> <laughs> Basically here. I was born in uh, Huntington, New York, but... I oh, came I didn't, here. I didn't know that. I came here pretty pretty why quick. Why don't you tell me about this? <laughs> oh wow, no more, no more about me. I didn't know he was from New York. No one that now it makes a lot of sense. Everything's clear. Yeah, that's why I'm a lot more smart than you. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> let's get in the meat, meat and potatoes for the for the viewers and listeners that don't know. Margaret um, works with. Oh. Market design team. Yep. So that's why we're talking about a lot of marketing. Yeah. And uh, you're doing very well in market design. So um, thank you. How'd you get started in that? How far back are we going? As far as back. Far Take back. it back. Okay. So when I was a child, <laughs> and I'm serious. Yes. My mom owned a sign shop in Grosbeck, Texas, where I lived. So it was called Signs for the Times. She's that's pretty, a good name. Yeah. She's pretty Damn, religious too. Yeah. Signs for the Times. So um, it was in our house. We had a big old. Victorian type house and so there was a um a room downstairs that was the dedicated sign shop and um yeah so she built she was the only sign shop in town so from the time I was little I was working in there um we I learned how to use vectors and graphics and I would do like the little stickers for my friends cars you know like Mm. band and you know just the little things like that so that began a long long time ago um and then when I was about 16, I started working at a company. I'm getting a timeline wrong. I'm not good at timelines. You're good. Okay. We'll get at back some to point, <laughs> At some point, I started working for a company. It was in-house there and in Grosbeck. And um, they did insurance licensing, which is about the most boring thing ever. But I got to work in the IT department. And then I got to work um, learning how to build websites. So I learned... I had a mentor, Taikisha Presley, doing a shout out. She's like one of my best friends in the world. And she mentored me and she actually sat there. Gosh, it was terrible. We sat next to each other, you know, and um, she would say, 
she had me building the website of the company yeah. and, and I was building it from scratch, HTML, CSS, PHP. And we're talking, you know, from the ground up. And if I couldn't find something, if I didn't know how to do something, she would say, have you Googled it? And yes, I've Googled it. I've done it 30 minutes. I need, you know, and then she would take this giant book of like CSS principles and just plop it down on my desk, you know, look in there. And so I'd have to go. Re- I mean, I had to learn from scratch. Wow. And then when I completed the project and I presented to her the website, she was like, great job. You did a really good job. I've built the entire website on WordPress, the CMS, so that we could easily change it and stuff. Yeah. So my all my work wasn't actually anything. It was just <laughs> teaching me and kind of helping her go through, but teaching me how to do PHP and CSS. I wonder if the owners of that company know that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 16? Now that I'm thinking, that actually, that portion of it, I worked for that company earlier when I was about 16, and then um, that happened when I was about 21, wow. 20, 21. Yeah. Did you go to school for any, any marketing? or? I did. I went to school for communications. Nice. And I dropped out pretty fast. <laughs> Where'd you go to school at? It's a place you should never send a child to go to school. If you have children, anyone watching, don't send them to A&M Corpus Christi. Because you're Damn, on the... Yeah. That's the, bold. I'm sorry. A&M Corpus Christi. It's a great school, but... You know, if they're very studious and they don't like humans or beach or fun, send them there. You'll be okay. But if not, <laughs> it was just so much fun, you know. They just they just want to teach you, right? Yeah. <laughs> hate like, those schools. So, so terrible. <laughs> no, it was it was a good experience. And But, I mean, how old are you guys? 32. 32. Okay. So, I'm 33. So, that was 2006 that I went there. And if you guys remember, it's right when the recession was starting to happen. You guys remember that? And it was just like scary. You know, you're taking out student loans and you're like, everybody's like, there's not going to be any jobs and the whole entire economy is failing. And, and I had this big kind of like crisis of, okay, is this, what am I doing? Do I want to go and spend this money doing that? And, and then I also was very addicted to surfing. So the combination of those two things, I, oh, should I admit this to the World Wide Web? I dropped out of school and I lived in a tent. On the beach oh what? for three months. That uh, is awesome. Yeah. So that was cool. And then um, until it wasn't, right? But <laughs> how did you, like, how did you survive on the beach? So um, there was a Stripes. Are you familiar with Stripes? Yeah. Right? Okay. The gas station? Yeah, the yeah. gas station. Not far away. So I ate a lot of their 99s. I think maybe Taquitos, then it was huh? two, yeah, two for a dollar, the fried burritos, you know? Mm. Um, I brushed my teeth there. I mean, I was kind of home up. I think I had an apartment still, but who wants to live there when you can live on the beach? That's you know? awesome. So you had an apartment and you still live in the tent? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> did you slur- Did you drink Slurpees too? Just the burritos and Slurpees? We didn't have that much money. Oh. I was tent living, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just the burritos, maybe some water. I don't remember. Maybe some water. <laughs> <laughs> some the, beach water. The icy was the luxury. Uh, yeah, that was. <laughs> on Sundays yeah, I mean, seriously, or something. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was like that, but it was neat. I mean, it's an experience that I'm glad I had. Um, you know, our friends would call and say, how's the surf and and unzip the tent. Surf looks good. Come on down, you know, and go (laughs) surfing. So, um, going back, I, I look at it and I think I would have loved to have continued studying communications. I think I would have learned a lot. There was a couple classes that I loved film class and statistics. I don't know why I like that class, but anyway, it would have been a good experience and maybe even someday I'd like to go back to school to university and study, but Anyway, I can't, I don't regret the way things played out. What would you go back for? You know, I think the only way I would go back to school is if I 
reached a level of income that I didn't have to go back for something practical. And I could go back for like philosophy or literature, just, just to study and talk and, you know, kind of, I don't know, grow, but not to like a career based um, education. Well, look at you though. Like you dropped out and you started your own businesses. So that's probably because you got a surf business too, right? I do. I also have a surf business. Oh yeah, so that worked out. <laughs> yeah, out so surf. you you probably. I mean, you were going to school for communications, but you've learned more in your marketing business and doing your communicate or your surfing business too. So you learn more in real life than you would in any educational institution. I think so. Um, I think that as much as I am like didn't com- complete college, I have a lot of really positive views about it. You know, I think that especially for certain careers and also just in general, I think you get a lot from it. So I'm not anti university at all. Um, The way mine worked out, it worked out good too. I do remember, Oh, we're about to go deep. Okay. You ready? Hold my breath. This is, (laughs) (laughs) you pass out. Are you a a spear fisher? No. Okay. No, I'm not. So, Going back Far to that, <laughs> going back to that time, okay, um, studying communications, I had gone back to visit uh, my hometown, Grosbeck, and some close friends of ours, and I remember seeing a Lands End magazine on their counter, and I remember having this like crisis, you know, like my life's work can't be to convince this woman. It was like an anti-consumerism crisis, I think, to convince this woman to buy this sweater that's overpriced that she doesn't need, you know, I can't do that as my life's vision or goal. And so, and it was big. I mean, it was a big change in me going to communications and studying for marketing and and doing it. And the funny thing is, you know, we just finished Urban Eve's (laughs) rebrand, which sells expensive, (laughs) correctly priced sweaters that that are beautiful, you know, but the reason that it's different, for me is because it's small businesses. So that's with market design team. It's all about local businesses. And I say small, small to medium sized businesses. But whenever I go to urban Eve, I see a place where there are people living and working and doing what they're meant to do. And that is like a passion, you know? Mm-hmm. So watching the owners care, care about the community, care about people, give back, watching the people who work there, be able to build their life because of this, doing something they love that that's fine. And if a sweater sold from it, that's awesome, you know, and somebody's happy about their sweater, but it's, it, it's bigger than, you know, that. So what, how do you see, um, marketing or businesses, especially here locally expanding with social media and YouTube and all that? Like what, how is that shaping the way you do businesses or do business with them? Um, I think that it is important and I think people are doing it. Um, I, mm. We do social media and we do it well. It's not my favorite arena. I really love focusing on the branding and the website piece. Social media shifts so much. And I'm sure you guys know this as you kind of work in this on the side too, that it, to me, it just feels like a game, you know, that you're constantly having to play. And, and that's fun to an extent, but when people's businesses are on the line and like, come on guys, can we, you know, just keep it a little bit more mainstream. So People like Urban Eve, in some ways, they're better at social media. I mean, they literally spend, the stylists spend a lot of time curating, researching. They're, they're experts at it. Um, but one of my favorite things is kind of people that are a little bit older and that haven't really gotten into that or don't, 
not that they don't see the value, but they don't see where or how, you know? So I have a client that's a criminal defense lawyer that one of my oldest clients, maybe six or seven years ago, we redid their website and, um, he goes, he's always talking, right? He talks a lot, but he's always just talking about really interesting stuff that I would never even think about, you know? And so one day I'm finally like, this is good stuff. People care about this, you know? This is good for marketing. No, 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 no. I'm like, no, really, it is. So I convinced him to start doing live videos, um, and he did, and people were responding, and there was, you know, a lot of comments and a lot of, and now if you go on BC Updates, this is a bit of a brag, but if, you, if someone goes on BC Updates and says, who's a good criminal defense lawyer in Brazoria County, his name is always at least 50% to 75%. There are a lot of criminal defense lawyers in Brazoria County. He is a very good criminal defense lawyer. I'm not going to take all the credit for that. He is. But the fact that he's had all that exposure and people see him in that space makes it where when that question's asked, he's the first person that comes to mind. Yeah. And so things like that are what really get me excited with social media. Just the like every day doing ads, doing the it's it feels a bit rat race, rat race ish. No. Rat race like? <laughs> I don't know how to say it. It feels like a rat race, right? Yeah. Like it's just like you'll never win. You're just constantly having to. But the more creative, innovative, like let's think about your space, organic marketing when it comes to um, social media. I think that's where I, I really enjoy. So, Yeah, because like if you ask about a lawyer, like in Texas, it's always like the Texas hammer. Yeah. <laughs> like his, yeah. his marketing did so well that like everybody knows. Did you know that that was like illegal or not illegal, but against the bar. So the state bar mandates that you did mandate that you cannot have a trade name as a lawyer. Oh, wow. You have to be like so-and-so law firm, name, name, law firm. Um, but they just changed it about two months ago. But That's so, crazy. so he's been doing that for this whole time, but I guess he makes more money than the fines that the board. <laughs> so they just go ahead and, you know, keep doing it. Cause it made a, made a ton of money. It was a really good, you know, tactic. Yeah. So. He did a good job. Yeah. I, would, I don't know if I'd call him, but what about the ones in Spanish? Spanish is good. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard those? Like, a, <laughs> soy el martillo. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just like, they sound like a vampire. Yeah. They sound yeah, like, they like Dracula, yeah. Count Dracula. Count Dracula. I like the, uh, I just got hit. I just got hit. Oh, girl. And yeah. it's like, he, he's getting big too, but it's I just those catchy things. Yeah. It's on the radio mainly, I think. Yeah. I Billboards. The name is but them. going back to the, like the social media challenge is part of his strategy or our strategy for him on social media was it being a little bit edgy because he is a little bit edgy in views. So it was coming up with content and um, topics that are a little bit controversial, but that people want to talk about and be able to open that, that discussion because Facebook and Instagram are ran by engagements. That is the money of social media. So if someone likes it, someone shares it, someone comments it gold, right? Um, so you're constantly just needing to try to get that engagement. The way you get engagement is by sparking someone's interest some way, right? How does this affect? They need to say, I want, I have an opinion about this and I want to tell you, right? Um, so with, with him, that was the best way. It was a little bit controversial. And now Facebook has gotten so after Corona and the election, 
you can't um, pay a sponsored ad. It denies anything that's even slightly controversial. Like you can't do anything. So it really kind of hurt that marketing strategy and campaign. We've had to shift and pivot and everything like that. So that's kind of when I go back to the rat race of they kind of play a game, you know, what was he saying that was so controversial? Oh, it wasn't even, that's the thing because it's bot controlled and stuff. It wasn't actually controversial, but if it just seemed like it had anything to do with politics or law or anything like that, then so for instance, one of the videos was about the castle doctrine. You guys familiar with the castle doctrine? Yep. I'm not. Okay. So I, I'm going to mess this up, but the castle (laughs) doctrine is basically, it's a law. I'm really going to mess this up. It's about where if you go outside, people think that if you go outside and someone's breaking into your car, you can shoot them and you're fine. Like you're protected because he was on your property breaking into it or they come into your house. You have the right to shoot and kill. And that's not the case. It's a very complicated. So, you know, he went through it all and talked about, okay, this, this and this and this is why. So don't think that because if you do that, you're probably going to get convicted of murder. Well, you can't. We couldn't boost that post or do anything like that so i hope i have permission to talk about all this <laughs> i would never thought she'd be the first person to talk about guns <laughs> on the podcast that'd be good that's yeah. funny um first person ever really yeah we were so. gonna have someone that exclusively talks about guns so you okay. started the movement yeah oh yeah go me people are gonna know that <laughs> Margaret. I'm, I'm a hippie <laughs> I, have a, I have a question um mm-hmm. let me see do you think uh, websites are dying? No. No? No. Why not? I'm like, ooh, do I give away all my traits? No. <laughs> um, I do not believe websites are dying. I think that that's a very good question um, because I, I believe... get that a lot. <laughs> I believe that the um, space, internet space is changing, right? Um, what I encourage clients to do when they come to me is to think about their website as function, What's the functionality that can be had here? So previously, people think about websites as um, marketing, as a space to, you know, display yourself, make sure someone can find your phone number, your information, your, and that part is dying. The necessity of that's dying. You have Facebook, you have Google business, you have all these other places that people don't need to go all the way to your website for. Websites are a lot more complex. We have tools and skills that we can do to really make them work better for your company. So when someone comes in and they think, well, I really just need a basic website. That's cool. I mean, maybe you do, but what is your, you know, your first, like your secretary, what do they have to do every single day that you're taking, that's taking up a lot of their time that they could be putting somewhere else. Okay. Is that a process or something that we could turn into Um, that happens on the website. So before anyone even talks to that person, they've already been able to take care of that. And then your process is smoother. And so change the the thought process about it to more functionality. That's why I don't think websites are dying. Does it worry you that that functionality is being implemented in some of the social media platforms? No. um, Honestly, nothing worries me. It probably (laughs) That's that beach but, mentality. Yeah, you got. I mean, it's just a shift, you know, like I, I work in technology. It's yeah. going to change, you know, um, I'm, I'm not going to be a blockbuster. I'm going to, if I was blockbuster, I'd, you know, switch to a streaming service. Like it's, it's exciting because it just means there's different opportunities. And honestly, I don't want to do the same thing over and over again for the rest of my life. So as technology shifts and changes and the, the space changes, 
we'll be able to figure out, okay, how do we help? Because Daniel is my business partner, and I, I'd say our place in the market is as the in-between. We are the person that can talk to you and say, what do you need? How do you need to grow your business? And then we go find the technology and build the technology to help make those things happen. So, um, you know, if that means that it's all on Facebook, then cool. We, we Maybe we'll stop building websites someday. That's, to me, not a bad thing. You know, it just depends on how it shifts. I hope to see something really exciting happening. You know, we can't think about what this space will look like in 10 years because who knows? And it might be completely different than we even think about, you know? Because it, it used to be about like, this is my story, like Facebook, this is me, this is my family, but it's turning everybody into their own marketers. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're like, you know, they have more e-commerce stuff, you know, things that you can buy on their website or on their, on their page mm-hmm. and it's becoming their own business. And then the more followers they get, you know, the more, you know, transaction there's, there's poss- they can mm-hmm. possibly make. And then the trafficking and what is the thing, uh, insights you can see your, your trafficking mm-hmm. through like, um. Instagram and Facebook. So it's setting you up. Yeah. Impressions. It's setting you up to be able to like monitor all that. But it sounds like what she's doing, you're, you're streamlining the entire work process of the business. Like you can't go to Facebook and, and really put something in to make an order or to supply your information. Like I think social media is good to go learn about the business, but if you want to like exchange something or get a good, that's what you're doing on the website. So I, a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. And, and to be honest, like I said, the website's just the tool. Um, Facebook is sometimes the tool. Sometimes it's um, a brochure still or a mail out still. I mean, I don't, if a client comes to me and says, I have this brilliant idea for a mail out, I'm not going to say it's not 1990. We don't do mail outs <laughs> because some mail outs still are sometimes effective. And especially if you combine them with other types of technology. So those are all just the tools, the, but what to me is our goal is to figure out what is the process, what's the end goal, and then what tools do we put in place to, to do it, you know? So sometimes it's um, you're try- kind of trying to get an idea of what some of this functionality would be. Um, one functionality we use a lot are forms. Yeah. So if, if, you, if I didn't know you, or say you have a friend. Oh, this happened, actually. <laughs> I did. You sent me a friend. You sent me a client. I did. Uh, okay, so... You send me a friend, right? They contact me out of the blue and said, hey, Mike told me about you. I say, I would love to have a meeting with you. Please fill out this form before we meet. I actually didn't do that that time. I didn't follow my process. <laughs> oh, God. I was excited to meet with him, so I just met with you him. You didn't but. have to mention that. You could have said he did fill it. He well, filled it out yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, he did a great <laughs> job. Filled the shit out of that form. <laughs> Best form I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay, so I well, he, he'll probably watch this stuff. Um, so, <laughs> damn. I just messed with That's a stab I, on her. A stab no, on I think it was a stab. I, I was trying to stab us. Yeah, I was trying to stab I hope no one does. I'm sorry, not for your sake. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, a gun was mentioned, so you probably have the most views. Yeah. <laughs> All right, put that in the title. No. Um, gun. But then, <laughs> just gun. <laughs> but then you won't be able to boost it on yeah. social media if you wanted to. I'll spell it wrong. Mm. G-N-G. Two in, two use. <laughs> We're all looking two ends. Uh, <laughs> <so> gun. <laughs> gun. <laughs> all right. So if someone did that, then I would send them that email and send them a link to that form. And what that form does for me, it's it's a client qualifier. 
because my first meeting with someone, I spend an hour to two hours getting to know their business and what their needs are. So I've had to come up with a way as to protect my time to say, okay, is this in line with what we're going to do? You know, will they go fill out the form? If somebody doesn't go fill out the form, then most likely they're not aligned as a client for me because to build a website, there's a lot of information. There's a lot of work that has to be done. So I need to see that there's that responsiveness, that there's a commitment. So that is a small business process that I needed to put in place, but I use technology to do it. It's a problem that we solved with technology. So uh, it's a lot of different things like that. Um, We do... Instagram feeds where they automatically go to your website. So we help clients that aren't really good about posting to social media or updating or do anything. We get them set up on Instagram that automatically goes to their Facebook that then automatically uploads on their website. So they were able to go one time, take a picture, and then it's in three places. So we just use different things to kind of help help people solve their problems. That makes it really nice because I'm sure, you know, too, Instagram and Facebook and now TikTok and Snap, like nothing is cohesive. Like you can't go to one place and do it all. So if you're doing it for them, it's a full-time job, like doing, like posting our podcast, mm-hmm. our, our podcast, it's a, it, it, you almost need another person to manage it. Oh, definitely. We offer that service. And oh, hello. <laughs> I'm sure you know all the different ratios oh, that yeah. these things are. <laughs> oh my gosh! If you want to drive me nuts, every uh, everything do you is guys different use sizes. Like any, yeah, use like Canva. I use Canva. Yeah, Canva's great. <laughs> I love Canva. Canva is awesome, and that's that's one of the things we talk about the how things change. You know, yeah. so Canva is going to eventually eliminate like a certain level of needing to know InDesign and needing to know all these different things, and that's okay. How can we make those tools? You know, because there's still always going to be a gap. There's still always going to be a time gap, a skill gap. Something that are, you know, my favorite thing about my clients is that they are the best at what they do. They love what they do. They're passionate about it. They do it every day. A lot of them have been doing it for over 20 years and they don't need or want to learn how to use Canva. Even if Canva is the easiest thing in the world, they want to continue building water wells. Yeah. Because they do it really well and that's what they love to do. So that's the beauty of it, you know, that I can continue doing what I love to do and do it well and, and just kind of be the connection there. So how many people do you have working with you? We have myself, my partner, Daniel Duke. We have a project manager slash technical writer. Her name is Kathy Trimmer. Um, and then we also have a contracted social media marketer and her name is Carla Lerma. You know, Carla, anybody know Carla? I think I know Duke. You know Daniel Duke? Yeah. Uh, uh, he does also work at Dow. He works like in, in, in IT at Dow, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah, he's doing yeah. all the Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. Yeah. He's having a lot of fun doing that yeah, as I've well. Yeah, I've met him before. Yeah, a sneaky cool. little guy. Yeah. <laughs> that son of yeah, a gun. I yeah. know, yeah. He's yeah. not doing the most favorite task, I think, for people. The little, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the trackers yeah, yeah, and the all trackers, that stuff. Yeah. But for him, as like a tech nerd, it's the coolest thing because it's kind of cutting edge technology that he's Definitely. getting to do. Yeah, so. small world. Mm-hmm. Are you hiring? Well, yeah, I'm looking. Really? And we need a job. Yeah, all right, <laughs> let's us? do it. Yeah, for real. No, I really, I have big plans. But so right now I'm in like in the process of those big plans. But I would like to expand. Um, there's not a whole lot of what we do here. And I just, I'm kind of that kind of person, you know, I just want to move forward and go. I have that like, all right, where are we going? And so have you guys ever heard of EOS? Mm-mm. Okay. Just Canon. 
<laughs> just Canon ZOS. Oh, that's a yeah. camera. Okay. So not what you're talking about. No. Yes. What <laughs> so, is it? So, okay. There's, um, with business development and business building, there's a lot of different kind of mm, platforms or things that have been put together. EOS is one of them. Um, I don't work for them, but I like it a lot. There's books called Traction and um, Get a Grip on Your Business. Mm. EOS stands for Entrepreneur Entrepreneurial Operating System. Oh, okay. So basically, mm. it's just a like an OS, an operating system for yep. your phone. It's a system that it's a structure to kind of build your business and then be able to grow. It's like a Microsoft app, basically. Like yeah. Microsoft has all these different applications. It's like that. Well, kind of. Not at all. Okay. But <laughs> damn, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Missouri boy. I, I said <laughs> that like that, but. No. Um, uh, let me try. Yeah. Is it like a network for entrepreneurs that I can work off of? No. <laughs> Jeez. I did a bad job explaining All right. this. <laughs> That's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. I'm not going to try it. Is there yeah. a boot? Come on, try again. Can I press the button? One, one more try. Oh, my gosh. There's so many. That was better. <laughs> yeah, that's better. That's a good one? Let's stop. No, but nope. like, that's really, can I, please, <laughs> can I please press the You want to press the button? Press the button. Press the button. Tell her what color, though. Press. I haven't tried that one. Press that one. Are we going for a boo? I don't think we have a boo. That's what she said. That's <laughs> yeah, we have never used that one. So, <laughs> so thanks. <laughs> she liked that one. <laughs> yeah, this will help. I brought out EOS. guns, and that's what she said. That's, yeah, that's you're, it. you're breaking yeah. a lot of barriers. <laughs> so okay, where were we? Uh, EOS. EOS. Oh, okay. We can I'm say gonna... it really good though. EOS. I, yeah. Can you say that about that? Yeah. Entrepreneur. It's entrepreneur. You did a good job saying that. I don't think I've ever used that conjugation. Entrepreneurial Damn. operating system. Pretty good. Right? That was good. I can leave now. You ready? Yeah. Nope. Say it again. So EOS is just a framework. So it's not a technology. It's just words. You know, it's like a book. It's something okay. that someone has developed that you can follow like a structure or a system for your business. So it has nothing to do with technology. It's just a business development system. And it just kind of helps you say, okay, if I want to grow in the next five years to this point, these are the things I need to do. Um, these are the challenges that I'll probably encounter. And it just kind of helps guide you along. Does that make more sense? Yep. Yeah. So you want to use that to, uh, help implement that in small businesses with small businesses when businesses come to us um we think about that a lot because most of the time most of the people that come to us are already fairly successful i mean they're bigger than we are really they're i don't know they're, they're doing good they're ready to go to the next level though they're ready to go to the next level and so i do have that in mind but really i use that more thinking about us and our growth because i i would like for us to eventually grow to be you know, Galveston, Brazoria, and Matagorda counties. And just kind of either, I don't know if we'd have an office in each, but just get, have representation for all three of those counties. How far are you, are you spanning out right now? Well, Galveston, Matagorda. Okay. <laughs> okay. But we have like two or three clients in Galveston County, two or three clients in Matagorda County, and then mostly in Brazoria County, and a mm. couple in Harris, and a couple in, ooh, what's Dallas? McClellan? I'm not sure. Up in Dallas. Yeah. So. That's, that's a good stretch though. Yeah. And I guess you can work online. You don't have to ever go and visit them. Uh, I physically. prefer face to face. So yeah. um, it's really hard for me when it's just video. I like to engage and really try to get, cause like I said, going back to what I like to do is what 
how can you know how can I help you? And a lot of times people don't know that. That's the conversation. So through conversation and discussing their business and discussing, we're able to find how to do that. So I prefer that. But yeah, I could do video. And you mentioned the expansion and you're kind of secretive about it. <laughs> can you can you are you just talking about branching out or like more new technologies within your business that you want to implement? It's always rolling, you know, it's, yeah. it's always constantly changing. Oh, I remember why I brought up EOS. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. We're I brought back. up EOS. Ding. Ding. Um, because in EOS, they talk about, I think it's in EOS, they talk about the integrator and the visionary, basically different people that you kind of want to surround yourself with in order to grow yeah. um, or, or in order to have a good structure. And so the thing I'm so thankful about is I started doing this freelance um, probably seven or eight years ago when I moved to Brazoria County and I'm a visionary so I can see it. I can dream it. I can, you know, start moving it, plan it. But as soon as it's not fresh and fun, it kind of starts to be like, okay, I'm moving on. So, um, and that's okay. That's who I am. Right. I beat myself up about that for 32 years, but now this last year I'm kind of owning it, you know, it's okay. Because as, as a visionary, if you find yourself an integrator and that's the person that goes, all right, how are we going to do this? All right, we need to take these steps. We need to just plan it out, move forward, go. That is, they don't have as much of the vision. They can have the vision, but that's not where their focus is. It's on the integration. So Daniel Duke, my partner, is an integrator. He's a, what's the problem? How are we going to solve it? How do we make this happen? And I can already be moving on to the next thing, you know, and, and starting to plan it out. And so it works really well. And I think we've both learned how to um, be thankful for the other person, to see their skills, their gifts, celebrate that, um, and make it work in the business. So I think it's important to find, you know, partnerships aren't always meant to happen. It's hard. I'm sure you guys, do you guys know that or? I it's hate always working with John. <laughs> it's awful. Is it always peaches and cream? It's awful. It almost ended today. So. Yeah. Close. Right before you showed up, actually. Really? Yeah. You need someone to work with? Yeah. Oh, that's why you were asking. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he, like, brought you coffee and stuff. What a terrible human. Are yeah. you on his side? Yeah. Yeah. How much is he paying you? A double it. Doubt it. Anyway, the point is, is that it can be very helpful because, you know, you have different weaknesses and strengths. So. Yeah. Are you seeing... Like, it's interesting, the businesses around Lake Jackson and maybe just Brazoria County in general, but they're getting younger. Mm. So it's like they're, they're want more people like you to help them. Mm. Is that spilling over? Are you seeing it boom right now because of it? No. No, not really? No, I think, and I like this, this is exciting, but I think the younger um, people want to do a lot more on their own, yeah. you know? So, I mean, I'd say... I don't hardly have any clients that are in there at my age, 30s. I have a couple. Yeah. Michelle, mm. Megan. Why did I do that? I don't know. We can cut Megan. that. <laughs> Megan, Megan, Megan. That's what we need to do. The county seat barber. Megan at the county seat barber. Can we just cut this whole section and start over? She goes yeah. by Megan I Michelle. It's a, it's, a, it's a good mistake. Yeah, okay. honest mistake. But for real, I want to start this whole thing over. Okay. Okay. And All not right. tell you no. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> what was your question? um the younger yeah so with with brazoria county in general being younger the businesses you know like the whole downtown scene in lake jackson you know it's 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 revamping it's not the old like even like just from the last six years everything is becoming fresh and new so i'd imagine you're seeing people come to you 
for for updating websites, social media management, stuff like that. Something I find really interesting is that the younger um, business owners are a lot more likely to do it themselves or they have someone like already like a friend that has some skill set. Um, I think that, and I think that's awesome. I think it's great and I want them to grow and continue to grow in that way. Um, but I do think that there comes a time in business where you have to go, okay, we've gotten as far as we're going to get like this. Yeah. Now we go and look for outside help. So yeah. I think that eventually that'll be, you know, when those people start saying, Hey, we want to expand until like the picket fence, they started into, um, Angleton picket fence too. that expansion. We helped, we did all the drive through menus. We did all of that stuff. When they want to franchise out even more, that's kind of where we get, get people. Yeah. I think you're exactly right. And that's where you're going to come in. Cause it gets to be, you said, you said yourself, like people are good at making water wells or whatever. They, they need to focus on that because that's mm-hmm. what they're good at. And it becomes so overwhelming when you expand or, or you just get more clients in. It's just, that's the last thing you want to yeah. worry about. You want to put it in the hands of someone, of a professional. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like us, our first couple of years, we handled all of our, um, you know, accounting and, and then you get to a point where you're like, oh, I can make more money and spend more time, you know, time doing what I love and hand this to someone who's really, really good at that, yeah. right? So yeah. same thing with marketing. Yeah, because they're going to spend all the time, like you said, doing social media, maybe doing a, a website on WordPress or something. Mm-hmm. But it's going to come to a point where they top out, mm-hmm. and they're going to need something like a revamp or refresh, and that's where you come in. It is. It's per- It's the perfect time for me to come in. Um, I think before, maybe four or five years ago, that actually was more my client, and, um, and I wanted to be in the ground, you know, when, when it's just like one or two people and we're growing and, but once it, now I think our ideal client, I would love to talk about ideal clients. Can we yeah, do that in a minute? Yeah, okay. <laughs> our ideal client is, um, a business with about 15 to 50 people, employees, you know, so it's kind of moved up into where they're already past that stage. The owner is looking at, you know, they want to spend their time golfing or doing, you know, they're trying to move out of the business more. Right. Um, so it's just kind of a different phase of the business, but the ideal client, do you guys know your ideal client? No. Do you have, have you ever heard of that? <laughs> Never thought about well, it. Like literally you're talking about like our, our listeners. Like, yeah. Our, yeah. Who's your ideal listener? It, it ranges from like for us, it'd be like from 20 to like 45. That's our, our ideal. Cause that's who listens to podcasts more. I feel like I've been really controversial with you this whole time. Like, com- com- no. com- what's the word? You've been using that word a lot. Confront- com- confrontational? Confrontational. confrontational. No. But I'm about to do it again. Do it again. Just okay. oh, no. lay it out. How can it be ideal if it's from 20 to 45? Like, M- mine is anybody. That's a range. See, no. Mine is anybody. You can't do this. You guys anybody want to, who wants to listen? You guys want me to take you through like the briefest little ideal client yeah. breakdown? School us. Yeah. You're going to mess my brain up. Whoa, scramble it. He likes eggs. I love eggs. Yeah, they're good, right? Yes. All right, go into it. Okay, so your ideal client, and this is a meeting that we offer. It's part of our branding package. Um, and everyone says that, so I'm not trying to be rude, but everyone will be like, yeah, it's this range, or anybody, whoever will buy my product, whoever will listen. But if you don't really have a targeted ideal client, how do you know who to market to? You know, so um, you really do want everybody. But if you choose the person that you really, really want, like so for you guys, um, one of the things that would be an ideal client is someone that, you know, is going to share 
your podcast post. Yeah. Once you put it out there, your ideal client's the guy that's like, hey, man, everybody listen to this. This is my friend. One that will write a little intro in it, too, and try to engage people. One that will bring it up over coffee. And, you know, you want the guy that's, like, buying in and supporting you and really. So you start thinking about, okay, who's that guy? You me know, and, me and Mike. <laughs> You're doing an awesome job being your ideal people. But I've seen, you know, share, you know, so I'm on social media. So I saw Shane Bonnet's yeah. podcast. When was that? But, was no. This but, but no. no, how dare you? Yeah. What? But no, we learned on the podcast. Really That's how you say it? You yeah. wouldn't think so, would you? Oh my gosh. No. And I gave his wife surf lessons. I didn't know Don't that. Don't say her last name. I know. I think I never did. Well, Miss, now I did. Miss Bonnet, Miss Bonnet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good up, Bonnet. <laughs> anyway, so um, I saw three or four people share that podcast, you know, just on, of my friends. So you do have people out there that are watching, that are paying attention and that are sharing. So you think about that person and you're like, okay, is that a male or a female? I'm asking you. Oh, male. Yeah, so, hold, hold, well, let me ask you a question. Uh-oh, here we go. Isn't. Uh, engagement or something. So I, I worked in radio for a little bit, and okay. we we always targeted females. We always, because where females were, the males would come. Maybe maybe that's not is that true in like a lot of cases. I just went like you know ladies yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but isn't like if whether it's a club or a restaurant, if ladies are there, the men will eventually come. I I would think so. Yeah, yeah. but so, I don't know on social media. If, yeah, I mean. I, for you guys, I do think that females are maybe more likely to share yeah, and comment, you know, hey, look at so-and-so, whereas the guys are like, oh, that's cool, right? Yep. But what do you think? No? I think females. I'm so confused right now. I love how confident she is about this, though. Wow. Yeah. But you feel confused? Tell me about it. No, I'm still listening. Come on. You got to no, give me the whole... But do, okay, so... You got to give me the whole, the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're at a... You said male. You said female. Yeah. We're kind of at a, at a... We don't know for sure, right? I almost thought you asked what Shane's sex was. So I thought that was an easy question. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's how out of it I am. Let's keep going. Is that your fault or is it my fault? <sighs> uh, okay. Paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> how big is Missouri County? <laughs> you want to take it out on me? All right. Okay, so oh, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and just, since we're doing a fast, normally we would just argue about this until yeah. we all come to a conclusion. Yeah. But I'm just going to say it's a female because I've that's what I've witnessed is that more females have actually said, hey, go check this out and listen. And so after that, we start talking about their age. Okay, and I, the range, no, we don't do that. <laughs> no range. And people want a range, and I'm like, nope, we gotta we gotta drill it down. But it's important. And the reason that you do all of this is to get a good idea of who that is and what they're like, right? So um hmm, for you guys, we've said twenty to forty five. Let's talk about a twenty seven year old. Do twenty seven year olds listen to podcasts? Yeah. Okay. Do they do you guys want people to listen to the podcast more or do the video? Watch the video. That's split. Yeah, this is a point of contention for me and Mike. Really? Yeah. Good. Okay. I like the videos and he likes the audio. Okay. Uh, I think like we'd have the opportunity to expand more with audio. Just audio. But I, I like the video too. I just it's a podcast, so it's audio. Right. That makes sense. Uh, but the video is a little bit more I've only ever watched the videos yep. and not listened to the podcast. Yeah. But I think females would only watch and not really listen. Really? Yeah. Whoa. You have the data. What does it say? Uh, males listen more on, I have the data on like our mm-hmm. podcast and males, like we're, we're at 80% male and like 20% female. 
Really? Yeah. But on, on video, on video, I'm assuming it's all just a bunch of girls looking at Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Confused. They're looking confused. They're looking like, at his hair. Like guys, nice a girl. It's got a beard. <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna say something terrible. Y'all cut it. Yeah, just cut it. Unless it's bad about John. <laughs> really? I was gonna say yes. Uh, this past week, nobody was looking, watching the video, looking for Mike. <laughs> They're looking at Shane, huh? Oh yeah. Uh, he's gorgeous. He's a good looking guy. A pretty man. Uh, um. Okay. So we're cutting that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We gotta have to remember. Yeah, you can't go back to grit now. <laughs> we got a time. We got. You can look at the time, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. but we're not Cut. paying attention. Okay. Because we're leaving it. <laughs> okay. Are you guys okay with what we're doing with the ideal client? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. No, so good stuff. So when you start thinking about that, you start, and that's good. You have metrics about your podcast that you can kind of play into this. And a lot of people have just user inter- experiences. Um, a lot of times it has to do with what it's like to interact with that person. So for you guys, you don't necessarily interact with them, but um, a lot of clients it's okay. Who's easier to interact with? Who do you like to do business with and makes you money and costs you less time? And so you try to find that ideal person. Where do we spend the least amount of time and money? It's also enjoyable and it makes us money. And that's your ideal person. So mm-hmm. you start just kind of cutting back all the layers. It's about a two hour meeting where we just argue. I mean, I say we argue, but you know, I just kind of say, okay, are you sure about that? But why? And with age, so for instance, with age, you would say, okay, um, does a 27 year old watch videos or, or listen to podcasts? What's your goal? Would you rather the podcast or the video? You guys don't know. We're going to arm wrestle about it. But um, once you decide that, then, okay. So if if the goal is podcast, then men would be more your ideal client. And we would talk about the age range. What age range is most likely to be listening? Um, And then you you kind of continue that process. Um, We talk about where they went to university. Like we're actually building a profile of a human being um, that doesn't exist. They get a name. They went to college. Um, Interestingly the college thing comes up with like a lot, it brings out a lot of interesting pieces about why someone would be ideal for. So you're really learning more about yourself than you are about your client, but what's important and how to connect with them. If that makes sense. It's so, deep. It is. It's so much fun. It's one of my favorite things. It sounds like I did it all day, it. Tuesday and Wednesday. It was a little much, but it was a lot of fun. You do it with every client that, that comes to you. Every client that does our branding okay. package. So our branding is basically, we start with the ideal client because what kind of marketing are you going to do if you don't know who you're marketing to? That's a big deal for me. You don't want to shotgun it. You want to kind of target it. Um, and then from there, we do what's called a UVP meeting. Here's some more. So no other acronym. <laughs> I know. This is like working it down. Letter, 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 letter. <laughs> um, so it's unique value proposition. Mm, so okay. what's your special space in the market? So for you guys, I mean, podcast is a big market. What's your special space? Let me take a minute to just, I was going to start off with this. Praise you guys, because I think this is amazing. Thank you. Can wow. We, can we cut that and put it at the beginning? I think it's awesome. <laughs> a lot of cutting. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I have to cut this. Yeah, he's editing this okay. one. It's you can send, o- on send it over to me. <laughs> I'll be like, send it yeah. cut, cut. Hey, do you mind just taking some <laughs> yeah. of these out? Um, we'll have no podcast because everything's <laughs> been cut so far. <laughs> no, I just want to move it because I wanted to start out with y'all. Are, this is great. Like, I think that um, it's so needed in the area. I think that. It's cool that people can be heard and celebrated for all the work that they're doing. You know, um, I appreciate being here and yeah. y'all doing that with me. So I think it's really neat. Um, also, I have a confession. Tell us. Oh, no. Dun, dun. Is there a sound? 
No. I don't know where it's at. That, you don't want me to do that again? <laughs> don't do the sounds. <laughs> My confession is that I've always wanted to be interviewed. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm kind of, I, I got like the little star, what do they call it? When you have stars in your eyes? Stargaze? No. I don't know. When you're just feel like, <laughs> you know. when you want to be like, you know, famous. Oh, well, this is not going to get you famous, but <laughs> this is the first step. That's the no, first just step. Kidding. Yeah. I really, I mean, I don't really want to be famous, but I always have thought it would be cool to like sit down and have a conversation like this. When I listen to podcasts, that's, this is seriously a confession because I'm kind of embarrassed by it. But when I listen to podcasts, I think, man, I've got some things to say. I'd love to go and say them. So it's, yeah. I appreciate y'all inviting me to listen. Yeah, definitely. Mike, um, we, we appreciate the recognition. I know, you know, we, we started the podcast cause we wanted to talk to a local business because there's no one around here doing it. There's a lot of unique businesses in one of the biggest counties in Texas. <laughs> the 28, <laughs> the 500, yeah. <laughs> but we yeah. do have amazing businesses and yeah. that, I mean, Brazoria County, it blows me away. And I, I'm so thankful to be in this space, in this place um, with what I do, because there's a lot of places where this just wouldn't work, but we have great businesses, great business owners, and um, I'm getting completely off topic of the ideal client, but that is what makes this amazing is just to watch the the community grow and in, in the different businesses. Definitely. And since we're, I will remember ideal client to get back to it. But since we're on the topic, um, I don't know everybody that you've worked with and you've worked with a lot of um, pretty nice businesses and and like Jackson, like pretty well-marketed businesses and like Jackson. Um, So what are some of your, if you can, if you can mention them. I think so. I think everybody's okay with that. Um, So we talked about Brew and Bake this morning. Mm -hmm. We built their website and and we fixed up their logo. Um, and then Cornerstone, he also owns a, a building company into so the Cornerstone Builders. Um, let's see. Picket Fence, I said that earlier. I didn't know that one. So yeah. that was a new one for me. So we didn't do their logo. They had already had that, and it was a good logo. That's a good logo. Yeah, I so like that one. We did both of their websites and then did all the Picket Fence 2 um, in Angleton. And then coming soon, menus will return to Picket Fence and Clute. So yeah. those are being finalized and um, moving into getting printed so urban eve mentioned that there that was a huge project and it was so much fun i i just can't believe that happened so basically we were at a pivotal point in our business where we were kind of offering some branding we were offering um some websites but i knew what we could do i knew our capacity and and i knew what they needed and so i went up to her and said i'd love to have this opportunity i mean they're they're pretty big scale you know they have four locations it's a big deal. It was a big deal for us. And so I, she said, okay, I'd love to see a proposal. We prepared the proposal, gave it to them. And I had in my mind, we had a 3% chance of getting that bid because wow. she'd already gotten proposals from larger out of Brazoria County marketing companies. Um, and so I just like, this was an opportunity for us to get together a proposal like this and realize that's something we want to do in the future. That's how I treated it. And so whenever she came back and accepted the proposal, I was and I was just thankful. I'm like, thank you so much for giving us that opportunity. So at some point in time, oh, I saw that you guys sometimes bring images up mm-hmm. on the yeah. screen. I don't know if we could do like a, sorry. <laughs> You're just editing it. this thing. Maybe I should send this to you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Just, for, probably, just for that, so I'm not visual. putting a picture up there. She probably no would edit it better than we would. No, that's she stop, would. stop. Yeah. But I would love for people to see the, the website. Yeah. 
scrolling. But the reason is because I'm so proud that it's all local. So, I mean, we did all of the things local. All the photography was taken locally. It looks like this jungly, beautiful thing. It was all back behind McLean Park and in Quintana. It's very Brazoria County. We used a local Brazoria County photographer. All the models are their, their stylists. So just being able to do a project like that, that you had kind of full creative control and we're able to do things here locally. It was really fun. Um, I'm supposed to be just listing things. Huh? That place has a lot of style. It would be it, for me as if I were a marketer, I'd be intimidated by that one because oh. they're already doing so well, you know, <laughs> yes. to impress them. Yeah. I, I think that's a great, but we've actually talked about having them on too, because yes. people love that place yes. and it's, and it's, it's rooted here in, in our beautiful County of Missouri County, well, <laughs> County, County, County. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say it was extremely intimidating. Yeah. Um, she, it was because for them, they are the, they're kind of who sets the style, you know, like the they're the trendsetters. So mm-hmm. whatever there, there's had to be a, like a head of the curve. It couldn't just be like as good as what's out there. It had to be like what's coming. And so that took a lot of um, thought, but can I, I'm going to do a little brag. Yeah, there's always some surprise. I know. <laughs> it was just a brag. It was like one of the best moments ever of this. So Daniel was actually, um, unavailable to come to the logo reveal meeting where we were going to reveal the logo. And I was so upset driving there. I'm like, man, I'm going to have to take all the critique myself and he's not going to be here to help support me. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And I'm so nervous. And so I get there, I do the logo reveal and they loved it. First try, no changes, nothing. Wow. And I thought, then I felt bad. I'm like, Oh, poor Daniel. He didn't get to be in the room with the glow and the, you know, cause he also worked really hard on it. Um, but Jennifer Culverhouse, owner of Urban Eve sat there and, and we know each other kind of well. And so she said, you know, I'm such a perfectionist that I'm used to just having to say, Jennifer, it's good enough. We need to move on. And she said, and I didn't have to say that about this. Wow. I love oh, wow. It. And I was like, goosebumps, you know, just oh. happy as can be. So it's been, it's been a process of growing and, and learning and, and then having these like win moments like that, you know, who makes the the logos? Is it a collaboration between you and, and Daniel? Yeah. And that's a really good example of a collaboration because man, it was like deadline. Like, like we already set the meeting and the logo yeah. still wasn't just there, you know? And we'd looked at all these different variations and I'm like, man, Daniel, I can see it in my head, but I've sat down to do it a hundred times and I can't do it. And I can't, I can't say, I don't know. And he's like, well, okay, just talk to me. What types of things are you seeing? And I'm like, okay, monoline, you know, um, it's just start kind of bringing out some things. And he's sitting there with a, um, with a notebook and, and then he, he's drawing as I'm just saying all this random stuff and he holds it up and I'm like, Oh my God, oh, <laughs> there it is, you know? And so then we put it in and yeah. digitize it and all that. So, um, it's definitely a collaboration. Sometimes it's a lot more him, sometimes more me. Sometimes we, we'll do, we'll figure it out by ourselves, you know, but, um, it's neat. It's, it's cool to see how this has changed over the years. And as we've both grown as designers too. So it's probably hard as a designer to, to like present something you've worked on and every, every little aspect of it has a purpose and then they just don't like it because the way it looks. And then you're like trying to defend your artistic vision so so that's can I go back to the, I'm going yeah. back to the branding package so that's super true and it is one of the worst things about this um oh 
Sorry. Keep what was that? Okay. It was one of the worst things about the um, this process is because you spend hours and hours of time like building a logo and continuing to, and then you present it and then they're like, no. And then you go back and forth and I'm shouting out to my friend Grace in case she's watching. Cause we did this with her logo. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. You gotta cut it. Sorry. <laughs> I love you cut guys. Everything, I'm man. sorry. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Don't leave it. it. Leave it all. Anyway. So <laughs> it happens because you know, you're, you have a vision of what you want to see. I don't know that vision. So the goal is to try to understand, but also give you what you need. So <laughs> scratch it. We don't do that anymore. If you come to us just for a logo, okay, we'll still probably do it, but I really don't want to do it. We have a branding package and that package starts with the ideal client. And from the ideal client, we go to the stylescapes and we build out three different styles that are completely different based on the ideal client that you choose from. So it gives us direction. So once you choose that style, then we can move forward and moving into building the logo, your colors, and your font. So ever since we started doing the branding package, I got to knock on wood. Can I make it where it hears it? Oh, man. There you go. You think it did it? I think so. We've heard everything else. <laughs> <laughs> um, so ever since we started doing that, the very first logo that we present and reveal, loved it, no changes. So, I mean, I believe in the system because I think what That's you're good. saying is exactly right. Um, you, you work really hard on it, you present it, and then it's not resonating with them. So this whole entire process, make sure that from the beginning, I'm getting out of your brain what you envision and then giving you a really good version of it. So mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. I almost feel like you have to summarize before you reveal. Be like, this is what we had in mind. This is why we did what we did. Mm -hmm. And get them up to speed on your thought process and then reveal. And then it should make more sense because you, know, you brought them up to speed with what you envisioned uh, the logo to be. Right. And that's what's cool about the branding um, process is because they're part of it. So I'm not even having to get them up to speed because they've been a, an um, integral piece. So there's like a bit of a buy-in that's happening the entire time too. Yeah, transparency. So, yeah, yeah. It's not just that, you know, I'm showing them something and they like it. It's also that they're choosing it. So they're buying in little by little. So by the time we've got a color palette or we've got a style, they've chosen that. And so they already have like a, Oh, what's another way to say that? Does that make sense though? Yeah. They've already kind of like approved it all along the way until the very end. So it's been very successful, I think. And I thought of so many other clients that I want to shout out to just in case they watch this. You know, yeah. What, what other people have you worked with within like Jackson or the surrounding areas? So help Inc. We recently did their um, rebrand and we'll be doing, they were doing their websites right now. Coburn chiropractic. We did their website. Um, Brazosport Women's Health, we did a complete rebrand and website package. Wow. That was really fun. Go look at their logo. It's a uterus. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Yeah. Um, and then, um, okay, I started slowing down now. I forgot some more, but there's a lot of them. It's very overwhelming and sometimes. The barber shop. Oh, yeah. County Seat Barbers. That I one looks really did. good. Thank I like you. that, That was really fun. Um she came to us, or actually, I think we went in there one day, and we were just like, hey, you know, this place is cool. What's going on? And she showed us a couple of her, like, oh, it was scissors, you know, looking for a logo. And we were like, can we do this? Like, let us do this. And so have that county seat, you know, yeah. um, and her old chairs. That place is so neat. She's That's amazing. Nice place. She did so good on here. She was so She calm. killed it, huh? She's so good. She probably didn't tell you to cut or edit a bunch. Y'all seem very alike. 
Yeah. 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 I think that's maybe why y'all work good together. She had nothing but great things to say about you oh. on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Who who's been the the funnest client to work for? Ooh, or what? work with? Watch what you say. Mm. Let's say top, uh, top three, top Give one, top one, <laughs> but not the best. Man, that's a hard question. So, the Urban Eve project was definitely um, the most challenging, which made it really fun, just because of what we talked about them feeling like they needed to be um, cutting edge style. Um, every project's fun because it's a different challenge, you know, and that's yeah. one of the things I love about it. I get to learn about different businesses all day long. I never am doing the same thing. So I can tell you way more than I would ever want to know about water wells or <laughs> women's health or, you know, just all cut, cutting hair, anything. Yeah. Um, so that, that's, what's really good. I'm trying to think though, there's certain projects that a lot of times it's, the reason I love it is the people we have. The owners of these businesses are amazing people. They put their heart and soul into it. Oh, I just thought of one that was really, really fun. And it's kind of sad, but do you guys remember Royal Hayes? It was a hookah and cigar lounge no. in Lake Jackson. Oh, where was it? Where was it by? It was located like in front of where Bodega is now across the street. Yeah. Yeah. I know that area. Yeah. So, they are amazing business owners and it still exists. They're looking for another location. Obviously hookah and cigar was a hard, um, for the oh. pandemic. And yeah. I mean, I cried when they, sh when they closed, I cried like as if someone had passed away. Cause I, I really <laughs> love businesses that much. And I know how much people sacrifice for their businesses. I yeah. mean, they miss kids games. They miss sleep. They, you know, work hard and they take big risks. And um, they were doing really well in the pandemic. It was just, it's an impossible market for that. So, yeah. but we did all their menus and their logo and their website. And that was a really fun, the, the best part of that project was launch day. We were there, it was like 10 PM. I mean, like we were doing the final bits and, you know, having a bourbon, smoking a cigar <laughs> and like launching a website. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that's like, yeah, that's really cool. That's so. awesome. What does it look like after you do the logo, you redesign the whole place? What does it look like after like, like two months? Is there still some collaboration that takes place? Like if something wants to change or be modified, what does that look like? Um, they can definitely contact us. Some people would like to be trained how to do it. And it's actually a user, it's like a user friendly CMS content management system. So we can train people to do it. Um, or a lot of times what I'm encouraging clients to do is do like a six month plan. So every six months we'll do a refresh. So make a list. And then in six months, we're going to look at it, see what we want to do and, and then change it. So that's the way. And then a lot of times there's a ton of print materials that people want. Um, we work with them with that. And then we do a maintenance on the website where we keep it up to date, make sure everything's running quickly and um, that there's no downtime. Nice. Do you actually do the prints too? Like if they wanted, like like you said, menus or like Broombake has their logo on the wall. Mm -hmm. Do y'all come in and do the paint, make the signs, make all the, print all the stuff out? Or do you just give them the tools and they, they do that? We do print material like um, business cards, menus, tags, like an urban of all the tags. That all comes through us. Um, when it comes to signs, embroidery, that type of thing, we normally send them to one of the other local businesses. There's really great ones. Ziegler's Graphics, 104 Customs is another one. Um, so we send them to them yeah. for that, which is really neat too, to have that collaboration because 
actually, um, I think its name is Calvin from 104 Customs, and I were talking the other day, and we were talking about how we do the same thing, but so differently, and how it would be really nice for people to know that, <laughs> because they come into him, and they want a logo, and his logo is like, you know, maybe a couple hours, and and so there are clients that that's exactly what they want, and they need, and that's perfect, but there's clients that really need like a full rebrand, and they think oh, you're a graphic designer, you're a graphic designer, it's the same thing. So it's kind of interesting. That is interesting. Different. A lot of networking going on too. Mm -hmm. And you, like you said, collaboration. So everybody is able to do some sort of business. Yeah. It's pretty nice. It is. There's such, it's a wonderful network. And we're involved with the chamber, the Angleton, Greater Angleton Chamber of Commerce. And they really care about businesses. So we've made a lot of good connections through that as well. And are you, I know people probably come to you all the time asking for, um, you know, for help, but do you seek help or do you seek opportunities as well? Like, do you, like you went to the barbershop, are you looking for opportunities and going and, and networking with those people, um, physically? So it's been a little random. Yeah. Um, I've, we've just reached the spot where I'd like to be more meticulous about it and have like a marketing strategy for ourselves. Do not look at our Facebook. If you want to do <laughs> another little thing, you can about how bad and not updated it is. Um, we hardly ever market for ourselves because everything has been word of mouth and it's just happened naturally. Um, there are occasions like picket fence, the way that happened was I went there. I love eggs <laughs> and I went and had an amazing <laughs> breakfast and I'm like, hash browns, eggs, bacon. Oh my, it's so good. You know? And so, um, I, at the end of that, I'm like, oh man, this place needs to be marketed. People need to know this is here cause it needs to survive. Cause I need to be able to continue to come and eat these eggs for the rest of my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> Got some, some egg dedication. Man. Yeah. That's like the, yeah. So um, that's why I have to go to grip fitness. Yeah. Cause that love, that thing, breakfast love yeah. right there. Um, so <laughs> I asked to speak to the owner and said, Hey, you know, do you need a website? And he's like, I do need a website. And it's turned into, I think it's been like a three or four year business relationship. So there's times that it happens like that. Um, in the beginning, so it used to be I was industrial marketing firm before Daniel and I, because I was going to target industrial clients because I previously worked as a procurement coordinator for Zachary. That's what kind of brought us to the area. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's the you know, past. That was stressful. And um, so I started this company. I made my logo. It's industrial. I'm going to target industrial businesses. And I was at Bohemian Hair in Angleton. And... Um, so they said, well, what do you do? And I said, I build websites. Oh, we need a website. So I built their website. And we were at a meeting for them at Sunny Hearts, which was a coffee shop in Angleton. And they were like, oh, we need a website. So, And then there <laughs> I met that lawyer, and they need a website. And so I never did industrial companies. I just, it just kind of naturally grew like that from That's the awesome. beginning. Wow. So, yeah. It like worked out how it was supposed to work out for you, though. Definitely. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's more fun because you can be creative. I'm surprised you didn't help out at all at Grit. They, they do great. Yes. Put that out there first, but I'm surprised you had nothing to do with grit. Yeah. So it, I think grit falls into that category. Like you guys were talking about with that size business and that age group where they have a lot of the tools and the, the time to do that. And, and I think there might become a day where they say, Hey, you know, we see the potential for this to do a lot more than maybe is in our capacity. What would you, you know, what would, what do you think? So but yeah, they do a, they do a great job. They're really good with all of their merchandise, and honestly, 
that makes me just as happy as somebody being my client. You know, like if somebody, social media marketing, if they can do that in-house, that makes me happier. Like, I just want the businesses to be successful, yeah. to be honest. I like the video idea that you have, too, because it's taking it to another level. There's mm-hmm. like, you know, like podcasting. It's long form, uninterrupted conversation. I think you can have the little niche there with the businesses, mm-hmm. too. Is your idea of taking the video and putting it on social media or on their website or, or what are you thinking? Different applications. Yeah. Uh-huh. So for instance, I would love to have one set up for us right now. We're re- rebuilding our website and I would love to have it set up where um, Jennifer could come in and say, you know, we had this experience and I could put that on my website. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it would be like that. Um, other things would be like that guy marketing on Facebook. We also do offer video. We've done some video in the past, and I love video editing. That's why I keep messing with you because I'm very visual with the mm-hmm. video. Um, but it it just hasn't really been a focus. So eventually I would love to have a video portion of the business where we did even, like, larger productions. Um, that's dreams and goals. We'll see. You know, yeah. right now I love branding and websites as the main focus. And there's some up-and-coming really amazing video production companies in Brazoria County. So I'm excited to see what they have to offer. Um, the more other businesses that do this and do it really well, the better that we, we can complement us as well. And then we can build just really good platforms for, for local businesses. Yeah. So. I think what you mentioned, maybe the younger business owners do like to do it themselves, but maybe they don't know what they don't know. Yeah. You know, they don't know what they're missing. Yeah. So yeah, the more you get out there and the more word of mouth and they, they see other successful businesses uh, using your marketing strategies, I think it's going to just get bigger and bigger. I hope so. <laughs> sky's I, the limit. Sky's the limit. I have, it's just so much fun. Yeah. And who gets to say, I mean, it's stressful. There's bags under my eyes. Can you see them? Mm-mm. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, plug. Leslie Lachance did my hair and makeup today because I don't know how to do that. So she came and helped me. So that's the plug. That's why you can't she see the bags. Great. Thank she you. No bags. She's making me add all these titles, man. I know. Oh, are you going to do that? Titles? I, I don't know. You've, you've mentioned quite a few. I can send you all those logos that I mentioned. You have to send me a lot of stuff. Oh you, don't think, you know how much work you're creating for yourself? Oh. At least she has the logos though. Mike's Mike's a big stickler about like yeah. PNG. Mm. I need the PNG file. Can I tell you about that? Yeah, we have this awesome way. So if you go through a branding package with us, um, at the end you have all of your logos and everything is available online, um, and you can access them. And then you can go filter. And so say Mike's like, I need it in a PNG, and it'll say filter, and you can click PNG, and all the PNGs will of your different wow. colors and variations. Fancy man, man, y'all it's on top been, of it. it. It's been, it's fun. It's top notch. Yeah. What's the so what's what's in the future? So what's like the next year, twelve months look like for you? Oh, year to twelve months. Hmm. Well, we talked about uh, EOS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I almost feel like if you're if you can work online like that, you can expand further than what you're saying. So, okay. <laughs> I don't know if she wants to let, let the deets out. Or nah, not. if no, you don't want to. It's, it's yeah, not about that. I'm, okay. I seriously, I have a, I believe strongly in an abundance mindset. So there's no scarcity. There's plenty. I can tell you everything that I possibly know how to do. And there's still going to be plenty for me to do. I love, I like that. that. I love that mindset. Let's end on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because a lot of people like the old school way of thinking, especially where we work. Yeah. It's the old school way of thinking like information makes me more valuable. Yeah. 
And I, I don't like that mindset because I think it makes you less valuable because, because if you don't want to give information out, people don't want to come to you for information yeah. because you're just a shitty person. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And also <laughs> the other piece of that is the truth, right? You can only, if, if you have that mindset, it can only grow to what you can imagine. Yes. So that information that you have will never grow. It will never, if you have an open mindset, it's like a, like an open source program. You know, I can say I have all of this knowledge and I'm sharing it. And then you go, Hey, I have this knowledge. And then all of a sudden we've built something bigger and better uh, than you've ever even imagined. So that is why I, I don't mind sharing it. I know. Right? I love it. Synergy. synergy. I was able to use it. Oh, no, oh yeah. Yeah. That's his word. That's his word. Courtney word. hates the word synergy. Who, you who does oh, my Courtney. girlfriend yeah so synergy. i hope she listens and yeah you can send her just like a that just little a clip. section yeah. clip I'll, i'm gonna put a title page for that one <laughs> <laughs> but so um the six months to a year i'm in a we're in a big transition time so you talked about eos eos one of the things they they say is there's these ceilings um in a business and they're very pretty much universal and a lot of them are about growth. So a one to two person business um, moving to be a three to four to five, it's a big jump just in operating and how things have to happen. And then from five to like 12, it'll be the same. And then at 12, there's this other weird operational jump, which there it's like maybe management staff. So, you know, until 12, you don't really need management maybe, but then at 12, you've got to start breaking things out. And then from 12 to almost, I think it's 50, it's the same. You're like, cool, you're rocking and rolling. At 50, there's another jump. So um, I feel like we're at one of those ceilings where we're like, okay, we're having to break through, start forecasting. Um, we have a bit of overhead. You know, we never had overhead in the beginning. So we're at this amazing time, uh, a little bit stressful, but amazing of, okay, what are our next steps? This is strategic. So the goal, I don't know how to get there yet. We're working on that. It's okay. Daniel's working on that. <laughs> I'm just dreaming. He's integrating. Uh, no, um, the goal is, I, I talked about the three, you know, counties. Honestly, my goal is just that businesses have what they need to survive. I know that we have the capacity to give really good marketing to small to medium-sized businesses um, that maybe they wouldn't have been able to afford before. And, and I think that is really cool. So that's my goal. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I want to reach as many businesses as possible so that they can continue to grow and be successful. And then the deep piece of that is because I think that small communities is like the most important thing ever. So, um, I believe society is built on small communities. And if you have a strong community, not even small communities, it can be in the middle of Houston, but it's a community, right? Um, because people care. I, you care about me. I care about you. And the more we care about each other, the, the better we're going to be as a society. And I think businesses, local businesses are extremely important to that for like how I was talking earlier. If you're working in what you love to do and you know, you're like, um, somebody calls it the genius zone. It's not necessarily that you're a genius, but it is the place where you are supposed to be in this oh. world. You are, you talked about synergy, you're vibing, you know, you're going across and you're impacting people the way that like in the most impactful way. And if you can have an entire community of people doing that, and then a society of people doing that, like how good is that? Right. Yeah. So I feel like I found my little place to play in that. And I think you guys have a place to play in that and you're doing that with your podcast. So if you ever feel discouraged or you're like, I don't know what we're doing, it's got, you know, however many views, 
just remember that you're you're playing an important role in it and to keep going awesome well thank you that's weird of you to say yeah i'm nice how can um uh, <laughs> how can people get a hold of you what's your oh. website your social media all that good stuff do you know it all? Yeah, but uh, the cobbler kids have no shoes, you know, like <laughs> our website. So uh, we're rebuilding good. our website. She has no marketing <laughs> for no. the marketing web. I'll go talk to somebody, just, you know, start a conversation and they'll be like, cool. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to connect. Uh, do you have a business card? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm a hey, marketing this, company with no business, business card. Business cards are so like lame now. Old. Hey. Man, do we're doing QR some codes. cool stuff. We do some cool QR codes. Yeah. Yeah. So can I tell you about some of them real yeah. fast? I know that's like the wrap up. But so um, we have these contact form QR codes. So basically, oh, man, if I had one, <laughs> I would on show the, it. Do it on the GoPro. Yeah. But um, do they scan QR codes? They should. They yeah. don't. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know. <laughs> cool. Good question. Um, the lawyer we talked about earlier, we made these coasters. That we took to fill station, beachfront, you know, Dorados. And they say, in case you need a lawyer, add me to your contact on one side. <laughs> That's good. And on the other side, it has a QR code. And when you scan that QR code, it automatically opens up the con- your contact on your phone. And yeah. all you have to do is push add. And it has all of his information. Oh. So website oh. and all that stuff. So we're doing a lot of fun stuff with QR codes. We want to get into the NSP. I think that's how you say it. Um, that's like where, you know. You just like hold it up and somebody scans it to your phone and it automatically takes all the information. So yeah. we're definitely moving that direction. I think that you still have to do business cards right now, but I did that chamber event a couple of weeks ago at luncheon and I didn't take business cards intentionally. And I, you know, I took um, that vibe board and had everything displayed up there. And then I took a sign with a QR code. If you want to contact me, scan the QR code, put it in your phone. That's smart. Yeah. That's so good stuff. We're That's moving legit. in that direction. Yeah. That's legit. Oh, like so, that. but how do you contact me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are located at 608 North Front Street. In oh, you Eagleton. do. So you do have brick and mortar, huh? We do. Yeah. Actually, there's actual brick there uh, and mortar. And real brick. really don't see that anymore. You just love saying that. I don't know why. <laughs> it's a thing. I know. It's a thing. Because so, of you. Synergy. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yes, it's like a little craftsman house in Angleton. And, um, but yeah, I have a phone number. www.marketdesignteam.com is where you can find us. And wow. social media? Marketdesignteam.com. <laughs> no, Market Design Team Facebook. I don't know. Y'all just look us up. We, we, you know, we have like a Google business. You can just look up Market Design Team on Google business. I should have a better answer for this. Yeah. yeah. This is like good. This was a very fun one. Yeah? Yeah, this yeah. is good. Because we talked about guns and... Yeah. The only thing we missed was like God and pit bulls. Then we would have been... We would have hit all the... Pit all bull, the, the reggaeton artist or pit bull? Like just pit bulls in general. Oh, okay. Like those are three like... Including like, him? I thought we were going to go like... I know how to No, like, like pit bulls in general. The dog. Yeah, but including the artist too? She's asking. No, you she's... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No. Dolly. Go ahead. Do it. That's all I got. <laughs> I was Does anybody have a reggaeton beat? You know? No. What's the the hotel yeah. room service song? That's the only one I know. All I know is Dolly. What about Gasolina? That's Daddy Yankee though. Yeah. That's oh, I one. didn't mean a, a pit bull. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, now we're way off. It is what it is. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Marguerite. Thank you. Guys. It was very fun. Yes. Thanks. Uh, we'll do. It. We'll do it again.